Well, it's Sunday night. It's the Dr. Zeus podcast. (laughs) And it's not after dark because the sun just went down. So, but the moon is out. And I figure I'd do a cricket type of fiesta on the podcast. Some real live crickets. No sound effects right there. The technical aspects of this show are very kind of do-it-yourself punk rock ethos. You know, um, if I have a guest on, I put a big speaker in front of the phone or tablet and record. Eventually we'll have guests, you know, who knows? This is the month, birthday month, of several people that I'm close to, including Carlos Delano. Maybe, you know, if he wants to come on and talk like Chris Cuomo... I'm sorry, not Chris. Um, uh, Governor Cuomo. I'm very impressed with Governor Cuomo. It's like he just starts talking. Something about him reminds me of Harvey Keitel. I'm not kidding. I mean, if they're going to do an SNL skit of Cuomo, Harvey Keitel is the perfect person to do an impression of Governor Cuomo. So here we are, it's Sunday night You know, um, I try to throw these things together I figure I would throw it together while I'm out walking And the crickets are out You know This podcast, here's the thing It is 100% me But I'm trying not to curse as much I don't want to talk about what's going on I think we've all exhausted those possibilities you know, but it is, it's 8.30 Pacific time And CBS has done something they haven't done in a long time And I'm not just talking about huge ratings They brought back the family Sunday night movie And they've, they've restarted it with, of course, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark Perfect I remember as a kid, the Sunday night movie, you know. Okay, I get to stay up even though Monday is school. Bummer. You know, I remember staying up watching Moonstruck, Sunday night movie. Um, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Romancing the Stone. There, Oh my God, there were so many different ones. Howard's Inn. I, I don't know, it wasn't on there. That was the 90s. Yeah. But here we are. It's back. You know, yeah, you could stream it. But I'm scared that at this point, streaming has really exhausted the Wi-Fi for everyone. So, no, you can just turn on the TV. Um, What's this? Okay. Um, Something else that's interesting is Chris Evans... Of the Avengers, you know, Captain America, of course, the hot one. Um, finally has an Instagram. He had he has a Twitter as well, you know. Between him and Tom Hardy, I don't know which one to choose, you know. It's like, do I have the cookie? Do I have the cookie with hot fudge? How about both? Yeah, so it's been a very kind of interesting few hours. A lot of fun, a lot of laughter. 
A lot of cats. Yesterday was interesting. I got to reconnect with a friend. We got to walk for health, fitness, health and fitness, but six feet apart. Just reminiscing and talking, you know. It's, it's a strange thing to walk across the track and field of your former high school. And you're like, hmm, I remember graduating from there and just driving through those gates of hell and like, adios, amigos. And that was 20 years ago in 1999. And then 20 years ago this year, I started college. Although I wouldn't st- call that starting college. It was kind of like, hmm, why don't we try it on and see how it fits? So, yeah. It's been an interesting time, you know. But a good haircut makes it all better. And so we'll be back after these messages. And we're back on the Dr. Zeus podcast. Right now I am broadcasting live from Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, you get to see me record the second half of the show. I recorded the first half of the show when I was out walking. So you could hear crickets. I figured, you know, it's better than using a feed board because I do have a feed board. But I thought, you know, I got a haircut today. I'm very thankful for that. But here we are, it's Sunday. I want to give a shout out to Strombo for watching his Instagram. It always gives me food for thought, and he's an amazing piano player. But here we are, it's the Dr. Zeus podcast, the second half of the show. And I'm thinking long and hard about doing longer shows and also recording them in a video context. You know, I don't have a guest on tonight. Um, Maybe that's how we'll bring guests on is through the video format and I'll just speaker them in, you know, the old fashioned way. Because, you know, with Anchor, I use the Anchor app. I just speak into the phone and record the show and I speak into the microphone a certain way. And I have an expensive microphone. I just it's it's a pain setting it up on the desktop. You know, the app is more beneficial than the desktop because that's not an app. You're running it off of uh, Google or or, um, Internet Explorer and it's slow where with, you know, the app, it's quick and it's and it's painless. So, yeah, I thought, you know, the first half I was talking about movies and I was recommending movies to people. So I thought, let's recommend some actual good movies, you know, and and it doesn't matter year or genre. I mean, you know, I've I've recommended Knives Out. I think Knives Out is an exceptional film. It's it's comical, but at the same time, it's a who's done it. Um, What else? Anti-Mame. Anti-Mame is from 1958. Rosalind Russell. It's hilarious. I'm talking about the 1958 Auntie Mame, not the Lucille Ball mess. She should have never did or done. I'm sorry. Um, she mainly did it because Angela Lansbury had done Mame on Broadway, but Angela Lansbury didn't have 
the lead actress spankable film. And so Disney chose Lucille Ball. Why? I will never know. Doesn't translate into a hit. But, you know, I love Angela Lansbury and Bedknobs and Broomsticks. That's such a great movie. You know, um, I, I often think she wasn't appreciated enough in Hollywood. You know, that's why she became Jessica Fletcher on uh, Murder, She Wrote. Here's an interesting story about Murder, She Wrote. Um, my family and I, for years, we I don't know, well, maybe next year. I don't know about this year. We would go up to Fort Bragg. Uh, Mendocino County um, and that's where they filmed Murder, She Wrote to make it look like Cabot Cove uh, Maine, you know, fictional town and um, they also filmed some of East of Eden there because uh, Monterey 1917 didn't look like Monterey 1917 anymore so they had to go somewhere where it was a little more period looking from the early half of the 20th century because that's when East of Eden takes place. That That's another movie I'll recommend is East of Eden with James Dean. Such a great film. Um, what else? Mm, there's a lot of films out there. I mean, the one shocking film that I saw about two years ago. I'll never forget it. I came home from a trip. I was in a bad mood. I wasn't speaking. It was like a vow of silence. It's kind of funny for me to explain. Me not talk? Okay. And I turn on TCM and they were celebrating the 40th anniversary of Midnight, Midnight Express. And there's such a crazy moment where the gentleman is in this Turkish, Turkish prison and his wife is there. And she wants him so much that she starts taking her top down and putting her boobs up to the glass you know, like they want to make love through the glass. And I thought, God, that's such a such a hungry aspect of someone behind bars. You know, they want their freedom that much. It's such a weird movie. I might watch it again because I didn't watch it all the way through. I had stumbled upon the latter part of Midnight Express. You know, with the late. Great. Oh no, now my, my brain has has hit a hit a let's see, midnight express. Midnight Express. Oh Bob Hops Hopskins Hopskins. I can't say it, I don't know. <laughs> Randy Quaid, of course. Mm, John Hurt. Yes. John Hurt. The Elephant Man. Alien. That pivotal alien scene, which was also replicated in Spaceballs. Ah, yeah. Bob Hops, ha, ha, ah, Hopskin. Uh, blah, 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 I can't even say it. I don't know. I may need more speech therapy. I did do speech therapy when I was little. So sometimes it's like, bleh, 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 bleh. you know, Bob Hops, ha, Bob Hoskins. I, I, I hope I said it right. I don't want to butcher his name, but yeah, 
it's been an interesting weekend. Um, I think a few highlights were meeting up with a friend six feet apart and just reminiscing and talking about what's currently going on, you know, and then going to another friend's sitting in the car while they're sitting outside smoking cigarettes. And I'm just like, okay, you know, yeah, but, um, this is a month of May and I have a lot of birthdays that I'm looking forward to this week the next week and then the the end of May and then we move into June who knows how long this is all going to take place you know what here's what i'm noticing that kind of it doesn't bother me it's just like okay you do you is that a lot of my northern california hispanics are partying and throwing big parties like it's nothing no social distancing and that's a it's the culture because they think they're immune to it which isn't true that they can pray it away you can't i'm sorry and and i respect the religion right there but you can't pray this away i hope you know that and when i go to the store the especially the local store there's like a little there's two local stores where i live and you know i'm half mexican and here they are you know, my fellow Mexicans, and they're not wearing masks and not let wearing gloves. It's like they don't care. They just think, oh, oh, that uh, it won't affect what we're doing, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a cultural thing. It is. I can see that. You know. So let me. I'm doing the podcast. Okay. Um, need more light. I'm really enjoying my haircut. And um, I'm going to continue on the video for a while. So, as always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>